Hello, everyone. I am Tez Steinberg, and I'm so stoked to welcome you all back to another episode of the United World Challenge podcast. I wasn't planning on releasing another episode of the podcast. Our last one was in spring 2020, before the row began. But I recently interviewed two graduates of United World College of the USA, two of the students that the United World Challenge sponsored. And the conversation was fantastic, hearing from them, hearing how UWC changed their lives. And so I decided, let's share this as a final recap to show the power of community. Hundreds of people came together to support our crowdfund that funded the education of Ariane and Yvette Carrera, who will inter I interviewed and follow this, as well as another UWC student. And now you'll get to see just how incredible these young students are. And I trust you'll agree, these young people are going on to change the world. And so without further ado, here's the conversation with Ariane and Yvette Carrera, who graduated from United World College of the USA, thanks to support from the United World Challenge. Awesome, Ariane, Yvette, I am so stoked to be speaking with you. Thank you for making time. Yeah, you as well. So always so nice to see your face. <laughs> so this is a recording for United World Challenge supporters to get an understanding of who are Ariane and Yvette and what has your experience been like uh, at United World College. And so just to frame our conversation today for folks who are listening, United World Colleges are a network of schools in 18 countries, taking students from 155 countries to finish high school together to learn and study with each other and make a peaceful and sustainable world. And that's a heady, lofty idea, but it changed my life when I was 17 and got a scholarship to United World College of the Adriatic in Italy. And ever since then, I wanted to give that experience to new students. Didn't know how, but when I decided to row, to row across an ocean, I created the United World Challenge campaign and dedicated the crossing that I, that I ended up doing from Hawaii, from California to Hawaii in a rowboat by myself, solo and self-supported, dedicated that to raising scholarships for new students to get to go to UWC. And in solidarity in 2020 with Black Lives Matter, worked with United World College USA to award those scholarships to three students of color from the US. And so with us today are two of those students, Ariane and Yvette, who just graduated after two years at United <laughs> World College USA. Thank you for such the, that's such like a regal opening. <laughs> but, Give us a glimpse into who you are, Ariane and Yvette. Yeah, share a little bit about yourselves. Well, firstly, um, me and Ariane, we are twins. <laughs> we're both from Houston, Texas. Um, we applied to UDC when we were 16 years old after hearing about it from my dad's friend um, and from his daughter who actually attended the school and was our second year when we got uh, accepted. Um, my mom is from the Philippines, my dad is from Kenya, and they came to the United States for to get better opportunities for their, you know, children, for education, for jobs, for basically a better life. And so me and Ayan were like, UWC USA seems like the kind of school that would give us challenges education-wise, it will help us grow mentally and like spiritually and would just make us stronger, better um, individuals to be ready for, you know, a better future, which is what our parents intended. So when we applied, they were like, also, they're all for it. They supported us fully. They wanted to really give us that opportunity. And um, yeah, when Ariane and I got accepted to UWC, at first we were really um, 
nervous and anxious about like what this school could would bring because we haven't been away from home in a really long time we've never um met such a diverse range of people that are our age with such complex ideas and like intellectually so in tune with the global world except it really helped us grow into who we are today yeah so you, you just graduated this is july right you graduated in like may june it's really fresh Take us back to August 2021. Okay. What was it like when you first arrived at UWC USA in rural New Mexico? This is speaking for myself, but I'm pretty sure like I speak on the behalf of like so many other students. But going to New Mexico was like almost like arriving in a completely different country for me, despite being in the United States and literally in the next state over. Like just like speaking for the environment at least like everything was brown it was so mountainous i've never seen mountains like that before i was just amazed to be in like such a beautiful area of things that were so unfamiliar to me but then like social wise just like meeting all these people like speaking with them and just hearing people coming from countries that i didn't even hear of before like just learning of my ignorance for the first time it just it was so mind-blowing, but then it was also really captivating. Like, I was so amazed and I was so just completely engaged in the community. Like, that excitement, I don't think I've ever felt that sense of wonder. Like, at the big age of 16, I felt like a child who's just, like, learned about outside world. So <laughs> that's just how I felt. And then the curiosity and just the, I don't know. It was just an experience that I can't even like speak to and being in 2021 and first stepping foot on like UWC campus. Yeah. The thing that uh, really stuck out to me about um, the UWC campus when I first came up was aside from the beautiful nature and the surrounding that we were in was that we were still being impacted by COVID just a little bit. And so in the first year we had a two week quarantine where we weren't allowed to leave our rooms and the school would only allow us to leave our rooms like at really weird times during the day. So they'd be like outside time, like we're prisoners (laughs) at 6am to 8am. Right. Except everyone was so eager to meet each other and like say hello to each other and like be with each other that at 6 a.m. I'm not even lying. The entire first year class was outside in the field doing random things. Like I've never played volleyball before, but I was playing volleyball. <laughs> I was going on hikes. I've never hiked before. I was like talking to people that from countries that again, I literally never knew existed. And I was just doing so many different things with so many different people. And also the roommate bonding that happens. Like, yeah. Just- <laughs> Tell us about your roommates. Were you rooming together? They st- oh, no, no. Weren't. Right. So so we were, were rooming. You, where were your roommates from? Oh well, you should. Yeah, I'll go first. So the dorm that I roomed in was Chumalungma, which, if you know anything about a UWC USA, there's like a lower campus section and an upper campus section, and I lived in the lower campus dorms with like the majority of the school population. And my roommate was Florencia Perez, and she was from Uruguay. <laughs> Yeah, that was your first year. That was my first year roommate. She was a community and belonging RA, which like she literally had so many resources, like everything I needed at the drop of a hat. She didn't arrive. She arrived later than most other people's roommates. And so like I kind of felt like a little left out in the beginning of the year when everyone's like, my roommate's like this, my roommate's like that. Except she definitely made up for the lost time (laughs) with how she treated me the rest of the year. And she was just a great roommate. So artistic, so smart, so intelligent, so kind. Like she was truly a really um, compassionate person. And she was amazing. 
And then my roommate for my first year was Tiana Bushnak. She's from um, the UAE, but she also claims like Russia, Jordan, Palestine, like so many different countries in that region due to the diaspora. But she's like Tiana, even, you know, Tiana, like she's like amazing. Like she's like my big sister. I still talk to her to this day. And she she came to the graduation. She came to watch my graduation (laughs) and like... I don't know. She's my favorite redhead. No offense, Tess. But red's mostly gone. It's mostly my. I can see it in the beard. I can see it. Like my favorite ginger, hands down. Like she was just always there for me, and she was also community belonging RA. Like she inspired me to be a community belonging RA in my second year. I was just like Tiana just was the perfect roommate to have because she was younger than most of her class. I think she was one of the youngest members of her class. And she and I just got into like shenanigans. Like it was just, we were like the best roommate there. Honestly, that's how I feel at least. Wow. It sounds like you lucked out. Both of you getting yeah. roommates. Yeah. Um, so UWCs are so different from one to the next, right? There are 18 of them. In my case at Adriatic, I, there were only a handful of rooms that were doubles. Most were triples. Some were even oh. fours. Um, it was packed. It was like just squeeze us all in there. Um, my roommates were from Belarus and Italy my first year, and then uh Venezuela and South Africa my second year. Um, but just so cool getting to live with people from totally different places and figuring your stuff out together. Yeah. Oh, I should talk about my roommate from my second year because she's cool too. Yeah, my roommate from my second year is my roommate from my second year is named Anna. She's Anna Galit, she's from Serbia, and she was just like, I just it was a different experience for me to be the older sister or like the like person that someone mm-hmm. would look up to um, in this scenario. But I feel like I did a pretty good job. I'll be honest. Like yeah. I, was such a, I was such a good roommate to her. Like we bonded so well, like in decorating the room, cleaning. Like I think the delegation of tasks in our room was so great and compared to my first year where our room was always messy. Our room was always clean. It was as if like it was last year, but like, um, what's the word? Like just better like in the sense of like uh, both of us like being mature and like just getting up to shenanigans with like a a bigger degree like it was just i don't know i love both my roommates shout out (laughs) um my second year roommate junie um they're from the netherlands and they're also a really good roommate i would especially like applaud junie for like one thing in particular and it's because the third semester of uwc is especially hard because that's the year when you're practicing when you're um submitting ees like um take getting research for your ias done like getting college applications done and junie was like so intentional and kind with the way that they were treating me like giving me the space i needed to get my work done and they were like being really kind and supportive like they were like oh you need to study for a test you can like take the room for this time to this time it's okay like they're like oh you want to like you want time to like de-stress and like relax by yourself that's like that's okay like i'll just go to another friend's room like they were like really good at giving me space and central the way that they were talking and like they just were really kind to me whenever i was like really stressed out in the third semester so i want to give junie shout out too thanks for being a really good roommate awesome shout out to the roomie um so as i as i was sharing in the intro UWC's mission right, is to unite people, nations, and cultures for peace and a sustainable future. That sounds really lofty, right? But after two years at this school with people from all over the world, at least in my case, I started to relate to that mission in a certain way. I'm wondering, having just graduated, what does that mean to you, that idea, that mission? Well, should I answer? Yeah, if you have one. I feel like it relates back to before we entered UWC, we had to do like this worksheet, right? And in the worksheet, 
appreciated said like these core values and one of them was a sense of idealism and I'll admit like after like the aftermath of COVID and like BLM like I was feeling really pessimistic about like the world and like the direction my future was going towards like especially like economically politically socially like I was kind of scared to be a global citizen in like the society that just felt so like unforgiving and low-key deteriorating as time was going by but then UWC kind of gave me like a sense of idealism in a, the way where like I began to believe that um, if I continue to feel negatively about like my future outlook, it's kind of like I'm self-fulfilling this prophecy. But if I like don't go and follow this mindset, then I can probably like make a change and make the just my future better and like maybe make the world and community better for everyone. So I feel like UWC kind of encourages you to um, think broader and like don't like and think like in a sense where um things can be improved like it doesn't have to be the way that it is right now it can be better and like you can also make it better with like um if you just like think in the most idealistic way possible so that's what i'm getting from it at least it was especially inspiring to keep that sense of idealism alive when seeing people my age, like feeling the same way that I do about like certain things, because when you live in like a, uh, like a community in which everyone's like a little bit different, like everyone has like different ideas and some of them you might not agree with some of them you might disagree with, but a lot of the time, like you guys will compromise and you'll come up with solutions that work for everyone. And to see like that kind of collaboration and like that kind of, spirit in young people it makes me really confident that like our future is in good hands and that just made me feel really good going to uwc and like seeing people that are like-minded and even those that aren't like-minded feeling like compelled to change or like compelled to listen to others and like be empathetic and understanding about different viewpoints yeah. it was really it was really truly amazing to have like these kinds of conversations and discussions with people my age and this um, like in this way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I totally can relate to that experience at UWC too. Just giving a sense of possibility. Yeah. A, sense of a different world is possible and it's not just possible out there, but UWC gives you that little playground to see exactly the influence you can make with others right now. And then, you know, you graduate and you move, move on and figure out, okay, how do I take those values and bring my sphere of influence and vision elsewhere in the world. Yeah. What's what's something special you're taking with you from your UWC experience? It could be a memory, it could be something you learned. It could, you know, just however you, that question, whatever that means to you, something special. Hmm. Um, one thing that I think I'm going to take from my UWC experience um, when I first started UWC, we we're required to go on an orientation trip, like to practice, to like hike with a bunch of people that you don't know in the middle of the wilderness. And you're forced to talk to each other and bond because there's no technology. So it's like, that's what we're forced to do in our first year. And I won't lie. I was a little bit nervous because I've never hiked before. I've never camped before. Like the idea of that, like, it's going to sound a little silly, but it kind of terrified me. Like being in the middle of the woods, like the complete darkness, like no technology at all, like I'm from Houston. <laughs> I'm not used to that. And so um, when they said, when um, my instructors were like, don't worry, we all have each other. We all have each other's backs. That's what we're going to do. And then I was really amazed with myself that I could do it. Like, it seemed like something that was genuinely so impossible to do, especially like for members of like my community. It's like kind of 
not as accessible to go outdoors and hike and do things like that except the fact that I was given like equipment resources like I was giving like that belief that I could do that it just made me show like just to kind of prove to me that I can do a lot of things that I think that I can't and that's a memory that I'm going to keep with me for a long time because like in UWC wilderness happens in like four stages like it's like wild two, wild three, wild four, and I made it all the way. I went on a five-day backpacking trip. I went on an independent trip without instructors. Like, I was like, wow, I'm actually killing this. And it just made me be like, I can do it. Like, even if it's something I've never done before, even if it's something that I was genuinely scared to do, and even if it's something that I felt when I was back at home, like that there's no way I'd ever get a chance to do that ever in my life, I can still do it. And I, I'll never forget that. Yeah, like my answer is kind of like similar to that along the lines of like an opportunity that was presented to me. But like, as I mentioned before, I was an RA for my dorm castle, which is the upper campus part of what Yvette was talking about with lower upper. And um, I never would have expected myself to be in like a sort of leadership position where I had that amount of responsibility. Like I was literally like a dorm captain. That was insane, like first of all. And then second of all, it's just like, I kind of, when I was like in Houston, I just felt like a little kid. Like I was like, I felt so irresponsible. Like I was allowed to be unreliable, but then I was being put into a position where I had to be the person that people relied on. And so I feel like what I took away from that experience, like what UWC gave me was the fact that um, I could become organized. I could get my stuff together. I could like lead people. I could just, you know, be the person that people can look up to or like be a role model to people. And I guess like, being in that small setting as opposed to being like in a like large place like where there's no leader per se but then you being the leader instead of the follower I just that sense of uh urgency that sense of like um responsibility that's like one thing that I think I'll take away from UWC just like the fact that I could be responsible and a leader absolutely yes I love both of your answers and um Ariane, like the the leader piece, yeah. you know, another way to describe what UWC does is it makes the leaders of tomorrow, you know, and UWC is a place to test that out and try different things on and step into that role. And you're like, wait a minute, that's actually, this works. I didn't realize it, but this works, right? And so you get to take that piece forward. And um, uh, Ariane, there's, uh, Yvette, there's something, there's something you said that now, now it's escaping me, but I want to... Um, Touch on on one point. Um, uh, you know, you were sharing the what sounded like a little bit of disenfranchisement, right? Like not necessarily having access to these spaces, right? And 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 a piece of fear around that as well. And it reminded me of a couple things. One, you know, today's July third. It's three years from the day that I got in my rowboat in Monterey and started, started rowing out to sea. And I was I had never been to sea. I wasn't a rower, wasn't a sailor, I had no sailing experience. Um, and I was terrified, right? The, the, people sometimes think when you do something scary that you're fearless. You must be, they think you must be fearless because you did that and I would be scared is what they think. But, you know, courage isn't not being scared. Courage is taking a step even when you're scared. And so I applaud you for taking that step with the WILD program and, and finding that, oh, wait a minute this place where I was a little bit scared is also a place I can go to grow, right? A place that that fear is just telling me that there's something here that I could learn about. Um, so I wanted to just, you know, touch on that. And the other piece, uh, is, you know, when I, when I went to WC, 
at the time, every American who went got a full scholarship. That mm-hmm. was, you know, this was almost 20 years ago now. Uh, I aged myself, but it was uh, 2004 when I when I went to TWC Adriatic. And we know that education, the education system around the world is facing strains, right? Education costs are going up and schools are figuring out how can they make this sustainable. And that includes now that some students, uh, that's I think every student who gets selected in the United States to go to UWCs, 25 of those go to New Mexico, as you did, the other 25 to the rest of the schools. But all those students are expected to pay a portion, right? And I know that I wouldn't have been able to go if that was the case. Right, raised by a single mom, we like cleaned hotels and tended bar, and she did the best she could and did an amazing job teaching us things. But tuition would have been out of reach. And I think you shared with me before when we met at UWC that uh, your parents probably wouldn't have been able to afford yourselves going if not for the scholarships from United World Challenge. And so, on that note, I just wanted to hear if, if um, while you were attending UWC and knowing your support to be there came from hundreds, several hundred people who you've never met and who will never meet you. What was that experience like being there in this life-changing place supported by people who are total strangers? It kind of felt surreal. Like I would walk around and be like, I wouldn't be seeing this castle. I wouldn't be sleeping in this room, meeting all these people, like doing this project. I wouldn't be like, sometimes whenever I was really stressed out and like, oh my goodness, I completely bombed my economics exam. Now I have to do this, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, but I'd rather be here doing that because of the support of a thousand people or like hundreds and thousands of people than like be at home doing the exact same thing that I've always done my whole life. You know, experiencing something new and something different it's going to sound kind of corny, but you really can't put a price on it. Because unfortunately, a lot of the times, there are really high prices for yeah. those kinds of things. <laughs> I guess, like, I feel the same way as you. But, like, the fact that so many people, like, just, they decided to put, like, money towards, like, my cause, like, our cause. They don't know us. They don't either. know like, us either. Like, like, it was, like, three random students. Like, they just, like, they thought it was, like, so special for us too like sometimes I find myself wondering like why me like am I really that extraordinary like am I really that lucky like how could I have been presented this opportunity like how come it was me out of all those people you know and so I'm really thankful for the opportunity like I'm really thankful for the chance to be a recipient recipient of that scholarship and um I don't know, like in a way it kind of eliminates the imposter syndrome you get typically when you go to like one of these like really um high cost institutions because like it kind of makes me feel like you know I earned it like I earned my stripes and I survived so I I did well with like what I was given I'm happy that so many people cared yeah cared enough to finance our education so thank you guys yeah (laughs) (laughs) heck yeah heck yeah and what's amazing about UOBC right these scholarships continue to pay dividends right so after I went to UOBC I went to McAllister College and got a UOBC scholarship there and um you both shared a little bit bit with me about what's next and I I imagine you've gotten some some support from this school as well thanks to UOBC yeah share with us what's next for you now that you've graduated Okay, so um, what's next is that um, me and Arjan both gone to St. Lawrence University at like virtually like like okay, well at virtually like no cost like and it's because of number one Heck, the, yes celebrate the, that is amazing. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Of the Davis Scholarship because when we got accepted to UWC, we were accepted as Davis scholars, and so that means that um, Shelby Davis, which is 
uh, oh, they use this word so much. Philanthropist. philanthropist. Yes, <laughs> he's a philanthropist. <laughs> he's a philanthropist. Um, would finance like a significant like chunk of your um college education and so he gave us a scholarship to go that to significant chunk was very significant yeah, significant chunk was very significant. so Yvette and i ended up going to the same university and it's also really affiliated with um davis schools like at the davis school it's really affiliated with the united world colleges so there are in fact more alums from uwc that will attend that institution and again like if it wasn't for the scholarship that we got to go to uwc initially we wouldn't have been able to take the next step and go to this school and have another great and amazing experience. So, yeah. like, um, yeah, <laughs> it's really crazy to think about how it's all stepped down into like little plans. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's cool. And and all these little, little and big wins, these things compound. It's something I've learned in my experience, um, in in sports, in business, right? With ultra running and ocean rowing, it's the the tiny things don't seem to matter. But each of these things, whether big and small, compound. They don't add up linearly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that first scholarship doesn't just equate to another scholarship of a similar size. It opens a bigger door in a bigger way. And uh, as you go on to college and, and you know, what comes next, of course, we'll stay in touch. But one thing that's on my mind, like a piece of advice I share with young people when I meet them, is this role of compounding change, compounding benefits. Like we know that money, you put it in the bank, it compounds that interest becomes yeah. principal, and then there's interest gained on the interest. And the same thing applies to experience in life, right? So this super special UWC experience, and then the super special experiences you're going to have at uh, St. Lawrence University, they have an exponential impact on what you're able to do later. You know what I mean? And I, I see that in my own journey, like starting with a 5K, then a half Ironman, and then, you know, next thing I know, you know, rowing across oceans and stuff, you just don't know where it's going to go. And so um, the, the other side of this that can sometimes be a little uh, cause some disillusionment or disappointment, at least in my own experience, is early in an exponential curve and an exponential equation, the line looks flat. You're yes. not seeing that impact right away. And this, this also applies to like when you're applying those UWC values and like you're saying, trying to make a change in the world, be a leader, whatever that thing is, you'll be applying yourself and not seeing results right away. It's almost guaranteed that you're not going to see results right away at the level you might want. That's that flat part of the equation. But over time, it starts to compound and then it enters that hockey stick portion and it shoots way up. And so yeah. the trick, right, as you go through this transition out of UWC and into St. Lawrence and into work and all the other things is to have patience when you're in that part of the equation where you're not seeing results because they will show up as long as you're consistent. And I have no doubt that you will be. Thank you. <laughs> Don't mind me getting on my soapbox for a minute. It's fine. Share that, share that little piece. That was so good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm curious as we wrap up here, is there anything else you want listeners to, sh to hear? Anything you want them to know about yourselves or a final message? Um, thank you. I want to say your money really, really does matter to the people that uh, receive it. I hope that you'll continue to support other students like me and Arianne in our journeys to go through UWC USA and in our journeys in the future. Uh, thank you so much for, you know, taking a step out of your own lives and, you know, just trying to see into ours. I hope that this, um, I don't know what this is, like a recording, like a video, like a promotional video, I guess, um, will 
like I guess satisfy you and like seeing that your money did go to two people that uh, really appreciated it and that really really wanted the opportunity to grow and experience something new and different and um, don't hesitate to um, do that for other people around you because this world needs a lot of community compassion and growth and the fact that you chose that over the convenience really shows a lot about the person that you are. Yeah. It's awesome, awesome, awesome to have this conversation and congratulations again on completing UWC. It's really not easy. It's hard. Um, and you did it. And uh, yeah, super honored to be able to support you both in your journeys. Thank you so, Thank you much. so much. Thank you so much. This is so awesome.